As always, it's so good to be with you, and please know that you are truly a wonderful and fantastic, and I'm going to have to add awesome, parish community and family. Love you very much, and really appreciate what we have here at St. Albert. Well, Jesus called it a holy name. It's such an important name in the scriptures that it's mentioned at least 1,500 times. That is called super substantial. What is this holy name that it's holy? Who makes it holy? Well, it is the word Father. It is the word Father. And as it is Father's Day weekend, I want us to spend a few moments today focusing on being a great father. Being a father is challenging in today's world. I bet if you ask fathers would say that. Um, and being a married priest, having two children of myself, one which turned 39 years, this, years old this week, which blows me away, <laughs> meaning next, next year it's 40, um, I know how rewarding and challenging it can, it can be to be a father. I uh, was just sort of reminiscing over some of the things out of the past. For example, the, the first broken arm after my youngest son decides with his Superman cape on, he's going to jump off the couch and fly. Well, we flew, but we didn't go, go in the sky. We went to the emergency room that night. Uh, and we were having our first dinner with a new couple, so it was, it was a very interesting evening, that's for sure. Or the morning uh, I, was, I got a phone call, and it's my son saying, come and get me. I've just had a car accident. You had one of those yet? Uh, that was a real challenge. And then the other one is that I thought about later on is when I, one of my sons, when he was at the University of Alabama, um, they had a massive tornado go through there, and he was there. He was within a mile of where the, the path of the tornado, and, and I couldn't get a hold of him after the tornado. So that's why I don't have any hair. Uh, these are the kinds of things that will challenge you, and I'm sure that as fathers you understand that as well. But as I mentioned earlier, through a special dispensation, being an ordained Southern Baptist minister before becoming a Catholic, uh, Pope Benedict granted me the dispensation to become a married Catholic priest. So people like to call me Father, 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 Father. And, uh, you know, when you think about it, I do have several thousand children, you know. And when I tell people that, they look at me like I'm from another planet. But, uh, but I love each and every one of these children, and I love each and every one to the best of my ability. Now today's readings are perfect for the occasion of encouraging fathers because Jesus says, you gotta remember this. Remember this, I'm always in the boat with you. No matter what you have to go through, through the ups and downs of being a father, I am in the boat with you. So don't be terrified, don't be afraid, just have faith in me and see what I can do for you as a father. So let's look at a couple of points now about what it means to be a great father. First point and most important point is setting the attitude. And that is that God created you to be a great father. A great father, let that sink down into the very core of your being. God created you to be a great father. God doesn't make mediocre fathers. 
You know, when God was in the beginning of creation and he was calling everything into existence, he didn't say to himself, well, uh, I think I'll make a few mediocre fathers. He didn't say that. He said, no, I'm going to make all of them to be great fathers. Now, a great father doesn't mean a perfect father, though. That's where, that's where we get things all mixed up. And as a father, father, uh, I can tell you this, I've made a ton of mistakes. I really have. And um, I have made a ton of mistakes as a father. But here's the good news about it. Here's the great news. A great father isn't perfect, but he is one who recognizes his sins and his shortcomings, and he humbly asks God to forgive him. He asks God to shape him, to form him into the father that he wants him to be, and he is willing to try to be the best father ever. Now, that's my goal in life as a father father. See, God created you to be a great father. Don't let anybody tell you different. The second point is that God provides us with fantastic instruction on how to be a great father. Well, what are you talking about there? Well, I'm talking about the Holy Scriptures. I'm talking about the Holy Scriptures. See, the Bible, the Scriptures, is jam-packed. It is full of fantastic instruction, wonderful inspiration, on how to be a great father. It's in there. But guess what? You have to read it. You have to reflect upon it. You have to study it. And most importantly, you have to apply it to your life. The, the family is core. Family is core to, to our existence and to our social fabric and our social structure. So God really didn't leave anything to chance when it came to understanding what it meant to be a great father and great son and a great mother and a great daughter as well. Um, and then we also have the rich tradition of the church. There's so many uh, great books and teachings and documents and letters that are out there. I'm reading a book right now, and it's fantastic. It's by a father, Jacques uh, Philippe, and it's called this, Fatherhood, Treasure in Earth and Vessels. It's a great book. Um, remember this. If you want to be a great father, and I, I don't cut no corners on this, you've got to set the bar. You have to set the bar of what is a great father in the first place. And the place to go is the Word of God because it teaches you and shows you what that means. The third point is to model St. Joseph. Um, if there's one tangible role model, and we need role models. That's, that's one of the prime points of saints. If, if there's one primary role model that fits the bill for being a great father, it's St. Joseph. See, St. Joseph is not what you would call your average Joe. Uh, he's not in any form or fashion that way. But he is considered to be the world's greatest earthly father. Um, he is the St. Joseph of the Holy Family. Um, so we have, you know, we have sort of like there's the holy family over there. Joseph is holding Jesus, the child. Um, and as St. Joseph, he's only second to Mary in, in terms of respect and admiration as a saint because he had a tremendous responsibility. Think about it, what it's like to be picked out, God to pick you out, to be father of 
you know, to be the father of Jesus. That's pretty, pretty substantial. I like what one of the doctors of the church said. It, they wrote this, um, and as particularly as we think about this being the year of St. Joseph, and there's a particular emphasis on St. Joseph, this becomes even more true. But he's, the saint says this, I encourage you to be devoted to St. Joseph, for I know from long experience in the benefits that one obtains from God as they are devoted to St. Joseph. I've never known anyone, the saint would go on to say, who is truly devoted to him and performs particular services in his honor who does not advance greatly in virtue. So in this year of St. Joseph, imitate him, and you and your family will be blessed. The fourth and final point is this. Only God is the perfect father. Uh, this, is, this point is for the children, uh, children of fathers, which if you think about it, that'd be every one of us that's in here, right? Actually, it'd be everyone that's ever lived on the face of the earth. Uh, this is for everybody. And I want to say this because uh, in my time as a priest, as a friend, uh, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of people have challenges. Maybe that, uh, maybe their earthly father wasn't one of the greatest role models that they ever had or wasn't at that time as well. Um, I'm sure there's people in here that can relate to it. We all can relate to it to a certain degree. And here's the problem. Here's where the rub comes when we, when we deal with this in a more severe kind of way. Uh, oftentimes, the perception, the understanding of what of the earthly father, that model, as a role model, you, you, you're going to be a role model if you're a father. There's no way around that one. Uh, but your perception can, can dramatically impact how the children will see God as father because you're the role model. How does the role model act? Uh, so for that reason, God, through those role models, they, God can appear absent. God can appear distant, and God can appear even abusive, leaving us torn. Have you ever been torn? I have, and I was particularly when I was growing up, torn because we can't reconcile some of our father's actions with the call to honor our fathers. Boy, that verse is in there. That's one of the commandments, isn't it? Honor our fathers. How that we accept that at face value. Well, let me give you a couple thoughts to consider if you feel that way this evening. Honoring somebody, let's talk about honor. Honoring somebody doesn't always mean that we have a tremendous admiration and respect for them or that we love them with this tremendous, great devotion. If you do a word study in the Holy Scriptures on who it is that we are to honor, guess what? You'll find that there are several groups of persons that you and I, as the people of God, are called to honor in life. But the question is, does honoring, is it something that is synonymous with blind, permanent submission? That's another question. So you, we could, as we think about these things, if we accept them just at face value, they really can tear us up inside because we can't reconcile it. 
See, sometimes somebody said that honoring someone is to show grace and compassion when they don't deserve it. Uh, here's one. Sometimes honoring can be more directed towards a position than an individual in a position that's in one of those positions. You, you know, there's the position, there's the person. Uh, and so we have to make distinctions sometimes between that. Sometimes honoring someone can mean accepting that a person, that a father, is not capable of being everything that you want them to be, as much as you want them to be. I, I've seen this happen so many times in life, and I even went through a period in my own life where I really uh, dealt with this, struggled with it, and wrestled with it. But I came out on the other side realizing, hey, my father can't be everything that I want him to be, and, and that's okay. Sometimes honoring means to forgive. Honoring means to pray for someone. But it also means this. It means that we must set and establish safe, healthy boundaries. Once again, honoring is not blind submission. It's, that's not what blind submission is at all in any form or fashion. Sometimes we have to set boundaries. Sometimes we have to say this is how, this is how close our distance can be in order for everybody to be safe. Now, those are hard things to do. Those are very hard things to do, but, uh, and it takes some maturing to do this. But here's what we need to do. We need to look to God as Father as our primary role model of what it means to be a father. Jesus, Jesus himself said, be perfect, didn't he? As your heavenly Father is perfect. So there we see that sense of the perfection of the Father. And as we see that, there's our, there's our ultimate role model. See, God is Father. God will not leave us. He will not disappoint us. He will console us. And he will help to bind our wounds. God will spend time with us. He will direct us. He will empower us. Because he is sheer and pure love at its deepest of levels. When you go to the very heart and core of who God is, you'll find love. That's just who he is. That's the way it is. And, and we see that lived out in all different directions as we look at, at the Holy Scriptures and we see, look into creation and see all that God has done. God will provide for us. God will protect us even when we don't understand uh, you know, there's a lot of things that don't make sense. It's hard to make sense out of them today. Does that mean that God doesn't love me? Absolutely not. Does that mean that we can't trust God as Father? Absolutely not. We just have to continue to work, to grow, and to understand. See, God loves us with an everlasting love. And the thing that really tops it off... Um, it's a, it's a verse that's found in Psalms where God says, I will be a father to the fatherless. You know, even if you have no father, your father's gone, your father's not been a real father to you, I'll be your father, God says. You're never alone as father. So I'd like to leave you with a couple of thoughts for reflection this evening. First of all, Think about what St. John Paul II said. He said that all fathers, that's all of us, 
all fathers are called to reveal and relive on earth the fatherhood of God. See, you're the role model, whether you want to be or not, you are. Uh, and you do that in order that children will love God as you love God. See, ask God to help you to be a great role model. Great role model. And the second thing is this. We've got St. Joseph to help us. So ask St. Joseph to assist you in being a great father. God bless all of you, and happy Father's Day.